0: You're listening to the Double A Balls Podcast with your hosts, Andrew Romanella. It is absolutely popping off. Do you know what we call that sometimes? Dick high fun balls.
1: And Anthony Rinaldi. I'm going to say something crazy. How about being like a dog? Oh, at the buzzer. Oh, he missed it. Oh, O.T.
0: The show starts now.
1: Go on, brush your shoulders off Ladies and pimps too Go on, brush your shoulders off This is crazy, baby Don't forget that boy told you get That, Turn up your shoulders I'm finally over to
0: you Yes, indeed Yes, indeed This is the Double A Balls Podcast Friday morning Dab edition number 12 I'm your host, Andrew Romanella And I'm excited to be back With my partner, Anthony Rinaldi
1: Andrew
0: how are you? Doing great on this fine Friday morning, Anthony. We are talking all baseball in the middle of the summer. We just had July 4th. I love it. Of course, my man, remind the people Instagram and Twitter. Social media blitz. That podcast on both DAAB podcast.com, iTunes, Google, Spotify podcast. You guys know the deal. Anthony, Major League Baseball has been very interesting to say the least to this midpoint of the season. And nothing explains that more than the fact that half of the teams remaining in Major League Baseball still have a legitimate chance to make the postseason.
1: The dog days of summers, Andrew, I hope you dogged 74 hot dogs just like <laughs> Joey Chestnut did on July 4th. But you're right, Andrew, this baseball season. I mean, think about my own team, the Yankees. We're killing the ball, and we're still a game out of first place. Are you kidding me?
0: It's crazy to think that at 56-28, and 28, the New York Yankees are leading the wild card race, one, only by two games because the Mariners are playing that well, and two, because the Boston Red Sox are actually that good.
1: I mean, listen. It's percentage points, point .3 if anyone's counting. So, obviously, it'll come down to the very end of the, the season when the Yanks play the Sox in Boston. That'll be a great tale of the tape. And like you said, Andrew, there are a bunch of teams. And you talk about teams that need to start winning. How about your Washington Nationals? Yeah. NL, NL East coming out of nowhere yesterday. Down nine runs to win 14-12. to 12.
0: What did you say before the show started? Trey Turner, eight RBIs?
1: Yeah, knocked in eight runs. That's pretty good.
0: Well, they had a closed-door meeting last week, and let's talk about that for a second because there are certain teams when you go into the Major League Baseball season that you expect to win and expect to go to the postseason, i.e. Houston Astros, New York Yankees, Boston Red Sox, Cleveland Indians in in the AL. You think about the Los Angeles Dodgers. You think about the Washington Nationals in the National League, and they have not played up to par this entire season. And they had a closed door players meeting a few days ago, and they're sitting at forty three and forty three. They're they're a five hundred ball club right now, eighty six games into the season. And Anthony, I know you've said all year that you don't really believe Atlanta and, and believe Philly, and at the end of the day, the talent level on Washington is always going to make it, but something there's something in the water there and we've talked about this a lot especially with washington sports but there's something in the water there because this is not just one year where they're underperforming every single year at some point in the season anthony this team finds a way to underperform i feel like if i'm the nationals i almost might as well think about trading harper or letting him go anyways because At what point do you say to yourself, we're not winning with him? Forget how bad his play has been this year. That's not actually him. But we're not winning with him
1: anyways, so why don't we get back a bunch for him? That whole Washington Nationals team was an interesting dynamic. You know, they, they, They had Dusty Baker for like 12 games and they fired him. They quickly got rid of him last year. I don't understand. He made it to the playoffs with him. It's not like... The team but, went uh, under five hundred, and they didn't make the playoffs. They made the playoffs, and all of a sudden, you know what they they thought that what was it. Dave Roberts now is the manager. They thought maybe he could get him over the hump, but
0: no. Play- Dave he- Roberts is the manager for the Dodgers.
1: Oh, I'm sorry. Who's the Nationals guy? I'm drawing a blank right now. I'll, I'll, get,
0: you. I'll yeah, get you. I'll
1: get you. I'll I'll bullshit while you get that in for information for you. I apologize on the wrong manager there, but like I was saying, like I feel like mean, Strasburg always hurt. They got Scherzer, who's. Arguably the top pitcher pitcher in baseball, they got they got Bryce Harper, the one of the faces of baseball, the speedster Trey Turner. They got Anthony Rendon. They got some good pieces, but I, I just for some reason that team does not compute to to W's and championships. And you saw Bryce Harper fielding some ground balls at first base. He shaved his face for the Yankees. I mean, do you think this kid is trying to make a move out of Washington? If you're the Nationals, do you see the writing on the wall? You don't want to get Jonathan Tavares. That's right, I made him a, a pronoun, I mean, a, a verb. That's great. Where you, you basically screw your team over and they get nothing for it and you walk out the door. Again, I don't know, maybe he's taking this, these balls at first base to try to better himself for the Washington Nationals. Maybe the Nationals should re-up him right now. That's kind of an interesting concept, you know, try to, try to get his head out of, the, out of the idea of all this contract nonsense Just get him playing baseball. I think that's got to be a big issue with his, the reason he's batting two hundred.
0: I'm sure anytime any time, any player in their professional career, no matter what the sport is, is in a contract year or a walk year, as they say, it's probably one of the most difficult mental struggles they have to go to only so few athletes, Anthony probably succeed in that scenario at the professional level. Cause I mean, think about it, right? I mean, he's talking, people have been talking about him receiving the biggest contract in major league baseball history for what feels like three or four years. Now, that's a lot of pressure. And on top of that, he's the idiot that goes out and guarantees a World Series appearance like two or three years ago, and then every single year, his team finds a way to lose in the first round after being one of the better teams in the regular season, and the list goes on and on and on, and I think that pressure, to your point, has maybe gotten to him, and I think what ends up happening is, because of the moves the Yankees have made over the last like two years, I don't think the Yankees signed Bryce Harper. I don't think Bryce Harper is even going to come close to being a New York Yankee, because why... Now, would you change a team? And we'll see what happens at the end of the year with the Yankees. But why now would you change a team? Even think about changing a team that has 56 wins and truthfully has an outfield talent galore that there would no, be no need to make that financial decision when you don't need to. I
1: mean, listen, as Yankee fans we're spoiled, We always tell ourselves we're going to get the best player. It doesn't matter price. You're right. I don't think they're – I mean, listen, would we like Bryce Harper? Sure. Who wouldn't? But I don't think there's just a fit right now for this this team because, you know, we have so much – the Yankees rely on enough home runs that we don't need more home run hitters. The Yankees need pitching, 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 and more pitching because what do they tell you in the playoffs, Andrew? Good pitching beats great hitting any day of the week. Am I right?
0: That's very true. Pitching and defense, it's a cliche, but it's a cliche for a reason, as my high school English teacher, Mr. Martin, used to say. It's a cliche because if you have great pitching and great defense, more times than not, you're going to make it far in the playoffs. So that's just because you can take runs away and oh, don't don't forget you're playing. In a lot of these scenarios, yeah, California teams excluded, Florida teams excluded, but for these, North, for these Northeast teams, the New York Yankees, the Boston Red Sox, the Cleveland Indians, for all these teams on the East Coast, in, in the North, these teams are playing in cold weather in playoff baseball time, Anthony. So you need pitching and you need defense because balls aren't flying as far. It, 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 offensively, it's a lot harder, and it, it's, it, it's very difficult to play in that weather and late in the season. So here's the deal. I got a little buy or sell for you, because teams like the Dodgers, teams like the Mariners, even teams like the Athletics, who are nine games over five hundred, but because the AL is so good, um, probably aren't going to end up being a playoff contender this year. But at the end of the day, their teams playing very good baseball, and I want to get your opinion on a few things. Okay, so here it is. I want you to buy or sell the Seattle Mariners being a legit playoff team.
1: Andrew, let me give you a nugget to tell you why I think they aren't or they could be. It's, it's go either way. Let me dig it up. It has to say run differential between the Houston Astros and the Seattle Mariners. I think Seattle is what, a game and a half back? Game and a half back is of Houston. Houston has outscored their opponents by 170 runs. The Mariners, 22 Wow. They are the, there's actually a stat going back to 1974 for most clutch. And right now, the Seattle Mariners are on pace to be the most clutch, whatever that means, team since 1974. So I am actually not going to buy the Seattle Mariners. I think that AL is way top-heavy. And even if they did make it, they're going to make it into a, play, uh, a one-game playoff. They're probably going to face my Yanks or Sox, and it ain't going to look pretty. So, I give him credit. They're turning it around without Cano, who's yipped up on steroids. But they're playing good ball. I mean, Nelson Cruz, that dude just hammers the ball. So what I'm gonna happens? Stay, I'm going to say selling that, Andrew.
0: What happens when Robinson Cano comes back and, and and D. Gordon has to go back to center field? Because they're a way better ball club with, with D. Gordon at second base. And that's, that's an issue because they already have a DH. So... Where do you put Robinson Cano? It's almost interesting to see that Robinson Cano... That team's almost better without Robinson Cano on it.
1: Right. And he can't play in the playoffs, right? So you got the band? I I believe that's the
0: rule. He comes back like August 12th or something like that. So, yeah. I, I, I... I guess I would say I'd buy the Seattle Mariners for the same reasons that you're selling them, I think, truthfully, because I think that a team that finds a way to win is a team that's a playoff contender. It doesn't matter by how many runs. If you find a way to have one more run than the other team every single time we come out and play ball, and they got 56 wins, too, and I don't think that happens by accident, and listen, they're 88 games into their season. At some point, 88 games into the season, you're a legit team, so I'm going to buy the Seattle Mariners there, and moving forward and we're gonna i'm gonna ask you to stay on an even keel here and then don't be too mean but do you buy or sell the new york mets three-headed gm monster and what should they do
1: andrew close your ears i'm about to go ham on your Mets. no listen it's friday right before a weekend i'm not gonna go too crazy on your Mets.
0: i appreciate you
1: listen three uh like they were saying football you got two running backs you don't have one so I'm going to say if you have three general managers, you probably don't have one because I can't imagine three guys who I think uh, Omar Minaya is one of them, right? And he's been, he's been the Mets GM before. So he's kind of, I feel like every guy will have their own vision for this team and where they can go, who they should trade for, what guys are available, what guys aren't. I feel like trying to get three guys who all want the position and who, who all want to better themselves. I just find it hard to believe that all three of these guys are going to come to grips um, do we trade the Grom and Syndergaard? Do we totally blow it up and try to get young talent in here? Because I'm telling you, Andrew, the farm system is so bare that your team is going to be bad for a while unless you get that young, that burst of young energy and talent. You know, because Cespedes, listen, I get it. He's coming back soon, but can you trust him to stay healthy? I know your boy David Wright's taking swings in the batting cages. No. <laughs> you can't bring him anywhere.
0: No, it's and you're and you're right, and and you have to. I sell the whole situation simply from the standpoint of needing somebody to be able to step in and clean the whole thing out. And I'm not saying clean it out. Like we made moves last season in, in our manager. We made moves last season in our training staff, and the way we go about those types of issues. Cespedes unrelated because he's his own issue. He, he's is he injured? Is he not? Who the heck knows? Either way, I think I'd like to see what Mickey Halloway could do with actual talent, and if that does mean Jacob deGrom and Noah Syndergaard. Now, all the three-headed monster, I think John Rico was the one talking to reporters. The three-headed monster came out and said that they have to be blown away for a Syndergaard and deGrom deal, and, and rightfully freaking so. Yeah. I agree with that, but... You're doing a disservice to the franchise if you're not answering phone calls from all 32 teams. Because I do believe every single team in Major League Baseball will call them on both of those guys.
1: Oh, without a doubt. and I think Even
0: if you're in a rebuild.
1: <laughs> and, and unfortunately for the Mets, I think the two, the two teams they would never want to trade a, a, a player to have the best farm systems. And that's the Yankees and the Braves.
0: That's that. And and hundred percent the truth. And in my opinion, and I agree, I understand it. Like, okay, Mets, the Mets in theory don't want to help the Yankees get any better at this point. Who cares? They're winning 27 to two in world championships. We're not catching up. So why does it matter? So why would I want, if I have two options and option a, I'm going to see 19 times a year and option B I'm going to see max six times a year, more times than not, four times a year based on scheduling and maybe have the chance to see in the World Series. Sure, you know what? If I, if I win the Yankees, a World Series in 2018 with Noah Syndergaard, but I get to keep Jacob deGrom, but in four years, I get to feel what Yankees fans felt in 2017, by all means, I'll take that. I don't care. That's what bothers me so much. I get it, but we're, we're already down 27 to 2. What are we playing? We can't play catch-up. So let's just help them and help ourselves in the process.
1: Right. And, I, you know, again, uh, Tor, uh, Cashman says Torres, which that's a whole different ballgame. I mean, the kid is, what, 20, 19, 20 years old, and the kid's got chronic hip issues? True. I'm a little worried about my guy, Goliber Torres. I know that's he's That scares you. He's off. He's off. The, he, you know, he's off. He's off. You can't trade him. Cashman, no. they're ain't, there, there ain't a price tag I'm willing to pay for him. But I'd be willing to give up an Andrew Hall a Frazier or a Chance Adams, a Justice Sheffield, even another prospect. I mean, that's four good prospects, Andrew, for a Syndergaard or, or DeGrom. I think that's where, that's where it needs, the competition needs to start. But I think the Mets have actually said they want Torres. So I think it's just going to be a standstill. And I don't see the Yankees getting one of these big-name these big free agent pitchers like DeGrom's, the Baumgartner's, the Noah Syndergaard's. We'll get a smaller guy. We're kind of getting off the buy or sell Mets with the buy or sell Yankees. But hey, that's what happens when you talk to Anthony Rinaldi. He always brings up the Yankees.
0: Well, that's the truth. And before we, before we go to my last two buyer sells, because I, I want to stay on it for a second, because I, I have another question for you. And and it really comes down to if you could only get one of them, right? Because Sonny Gray has clearly proven that he can't be that guy for the Yankees, especially going into the playoffs. So, J. A. Happ, Cole Hamels, or you feel like if they're gonna make the move, it has to be somebody different.
1: No, it's gonna be it's gonna be J. A. Happ. I think he's the leader in the clubhouse. I read somewhere Cashman's been really up, up the Toronto proverbial butt, trying to see what he could pry away from them. And I don't think it'll take an Andrew Hart, Uh Although, like I feel like a lot of teams are gonna be in the race for pitching. So, if I'm Toronto, I'm obviously gonna try to because you don't want to trade him to another in in. Uh, in division rival, but Toronto's not going anywhere. And they want to get younger, better, drop some salary. See?
0: Same same scenario. Right. Why why would the Blue Jays right. want to help the Yankees? Because you know what? It's inevitable anyways. Yep. So I might as well send him, I might as well trade him to Golden State.
1: <laughs> yeah, exactly. I think Golden State wants to grow. <laughs> yeah. Real quick, going back to your point about Sonny Gray, I just found some great stats. He's one in six against career against the Red Sox with a six point nine eight ERA. And he's owned 4 as a Yankee against the Red Sox with a 9.35 ERA. That's not good.
0: I agree. And that's why I think that no matter what, you have to come away with somebody at the trade deadline because I, don't, I just Sonny, Sonny Gray is just not doing it for the Yankees. And that's not to say that he might have Zach Granke disease where he goes to some Milwaukee-esque team and then starts to dominate and finds himself how good he actually could be. But at the end of the day, right now, the Yankees – don't need what Sonny Gray is giving them. So, yeah, I, I agree there. All right, Moving forward in the buy or sell category, okay, because the, the Yankees just took two or three from them last week the, in the Boston Red Sox. It was a big series. So be it. The Red Sox are up in the division. It doesn't matter. That's going to see saw about nine different times before the end of this year anyways. But do you, Anthony Rinaldi, buy or sell the Red Sox bullpen?
1: I mean, when you have a run differential of 100 plus 130, I don't think you need a bullpen. Yeah, it's they got, true. They got Craig Kimbrel; he's a stud out of out of the. I I, I can't stand his, his windup, man. He looks so goofy out there when he's bent over and his arms hanging out. But it apparently, seems to work because he dude's got a lot of a lot of saves. They got that guy Joe Kelly; he's throwing flames out the backside of that. And again, it, I, you know, starting pitching is okay. I, I'm not going to – I, I got to buy their bullpen, Andrew. They're, 50, they're 30 games over 500. Like I said, the 130-plus run differential. They're 8-2 and two in their last 10. Chris Sale is a beast. He shut the Yankee lineup down. One hit. I'll think 11 strikeouts or 10 strikeouts, which is pretty impressive when you look up and down the Yankee roster because it really isn't an easy out. I mean, that dude scares me come playoff time. I'm not too worried about David Price. He, he's the Sonny Gray of the – of, of, the, of the Red Sox when he faces the Yankees, he do just can't pitch. So I'm going to sell – I'm, I'm, I'm selling the Boston bullpen. I think, I think they're going to make some moves, obviously, in the trade deadline because, obviously, the Yankees are right on their tail. And the Yankees have four games in hand. So we'll see what the rosters – what the final uh, b- breakdown comes. Like you said, I'll see back and forth. But I'm selling. I, I'm, I'm selling everything tonight. Everything must go, Andrew.
0: I agree. I, I don't think Joe Kelly and Craig Kimball enough. Do I think they're, it's enough to get them deep? Sure. But as we saw with Andrew Miller last year with the Cleveland Indians, and I think he's also broken down a little bit this year because of it, when you don't have enough, enough depth in the bullpen, it's very difficult to make that deep playoff run because, Anthony, listen, at the end of the day, I mean, arms are hard to come by. And very good arms, especially good arms that come out of the bullpen. And when you talk about Joe Kelly and Craig Kimbrell is one of the best one-two punch in the game, you look at it, Joe Kelly's got 17 holds on the year and Craig Kimbrell has 26 saves. That's essentially once you get the ball to the eighth inning, the game is over. And for, for a Red Sox team to have that, that's huge. But the question becomes if your starters, to your point, besides Chris Sale, besides Porcello, don't get you to the sixth, seventh, or to that eighth inning do you have enough bullpen depth to not lose that, stretch that, or keep this dynamic offense within striking distance? So that becomes the question um, with the Boston Red Sox. Last one, Anthony Rinaldi on the buy or sell category. And it goes to another team that's been streaking a lot recently, which is the Los Angeles Dodgers. And much like my Seattle Mariners question, do you buy or sell the Dodgers right now on this win streak?
1: This is the Dave Roberts team I was talking.
0: There about. There you go, Dave Martinez, the head coach. Dave, Dave or the, the, for the Nationals.
1: One Dave, two Dave. It's, you're all Dave. I, I listen. The Dodgers, they're the Yankees of the of the NL. They just love to spend money. Magic Johnson's out there getting LeBron James to come to the Dodger Stadium, probably. I mean, listen, they got Clayton Kershaw, Alex Wood. The I think last year had a hell of a hell of a campaign, a rookie campaign. He's kind of struggling right now, but he's coming around. Rich Hill minus that weird slide into home. They got, I think he actually hurt himself. They got Kenton Maeda. They got the pitching. They got the bats. I mean, listen, they had a lot of they had a lot of injuries early on in the season, and we I thought they were they were down and out at one point, kind of like the Yankees when they were like I believe right around five hundred, and teams were wondering, yep. are the Dodgers going to blow it up? What's going on? But Kershaw's coming back. You got uber talent out there in L.A. The Diamondbacks are right on their, hail, uh, on their tail. So, obviously, that'll be a nice little fun little race to watch. And you got, you know, four to of the five teams are above five hundred in their division. Uh, obviously, the Padres, they're going to fall out. They're 13 games under. I, I'm, I'm buying the Dodgers, man. The Dodgers are always going to be a tough out. They're, they're playoff tested. And they said they got Kershaw GOAT, man. How are you going to beat that dude? So, I'm, the one team I'm buying, give me the Dodgers.
0: That's true. And you know what part of that becomes to Anthony is I also sell everybody else in their division. I don't, I don't, I don't trust the I Diamondbacks, the Rockies. I don't trust the giants. So, I mean, at the end of the day, as much as I, I, I maybe have some reservations about the Dodgers is in the same breath that I, I just don't trust anybody else in the NL West. And I think right now, would you agree with this statement before we get out of here? Okay. I have to make this statement. I have to get your opinion on this. Would you agree that the American League in Major League Baseball right now is mirroring the Western Conference in the National Basketball Association.
1: I mean, listen, Andrew. Let me tell you how many how many teams have fifty plus wins in the, in the AL? Four already, a, and Cleveland's got forty eight. There's, there's, yeah, you got, yeah. You got Boston. Best
0: baseball yet.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, you got Boston, the Yanks, Cleveland at forty eight, Houston's at forty at uh, fifty eight, and Mariners at fifty six. Oakland's at forty eight as well. So you got yeah almost seven eight teams with 50 plus wins already and only one team right now in the nl well 2 Chicago's up 49 close enough so does the braves but the milwaukee brewers have 52 wins andrew yeah, yeah. I know that was that was your dark horse early in the year i know you were solid on you were sold on them a long time ago Yep. Yeah. so i'm gonna say yeah the american league is is, is definitely the western conference of the nba
0: and now that's not to take anything away from the Chicago Cubs, who are one and a half back from Milwaukee, and like you said, about to win fifty. And it's not taking anything away from the Arizona Diamondbacks, who are forty-eight and forty. And like, listen, I'm just saying, I don't trust them. But at the end of the day, it's just you look at the teams in the AL. And you look at, then you look at the teams in the NL and you say to yourself, man, these teams in the AL are stacked. And it's unfair when you, there could be four, 100 game winners in the AL and, and two of them are representing the wild card. That's ridiculous. Like, that's just, that's just a whole nother level, but Hey man, listen, I'm real happy to be back with you uh, talking sports this week. Uh, You know, and, and on the Friday morning, Dab, especially, I know we had the interview last week. So, you know. Welcome back to the morning slot, and I'm glad we got to talk some baseball this morning,
1: Andrew. Real quick, I just, I'm just I, I don't know why I'm onto this run differential stat today, but just looking <laughs> com- just comparing the AL to the to the NL, you got yeah. teams like the Red Sox and Yankees are plus Red Sox are plus one thirty, Yanks are plus one sixteen. You got plus one seventy four from the Houston Astros, and then you get to the wee old National League division leader uh, Atlanta plus seventy two, not bad. Milwaukee Brewers plus fifty six. Only one team is in the hundreds, and that's the cub- Cubbies at a plus 104. So clearly, the NL needs to to adopt the DH, Andrew. Let's get some runs in in, in the NL. I mean, it's boring that's, baseball we're watching over there with your Mets.
0: That's the truth because that's that's the pitcher hitting. I mean, that is the difference right there. I mean, think about how over time, Ant, you start losing out on the runs you score in a game or a season because the pitcher's hitting in the National League.
1: And plus, the Yankees may have four or five guys at 25-plus home runs, which is just
0: absurd. Possibly watching the best offense in in Major League Baseball history.
1: Andrew, I got to go to work. I can't wait to sit my ass down in front of a computer and watch the World Cup. We have What Do You Got blazing 10 a.m. and 2 p.m. today, fellas and ladies, if you're listening. Andrew, have a nice weekend, brother.
0: Hey, Anthony, it has been a pleasure. Listen, tune back in on Wednesday morning for our episode 26 A Balls podcast. And, of course, remind the people, Anthony, what do they have to do with their friends?
1: Tell your friends. Tell your friends. Subscribe, click, like. Hey, we need some reviews, people. Good, bad, or indifferent. Any press is good press. Let's go, Andrew.
0: That is the true The podcast.com dab podcast on Twitter and Instagram. And of course, like my partner said, subscribe. I'm Andrew Omanella. That is Anthony Rinaldi. This has been the Friday morning dab. This is the double the a balls podcast and we are out.
1: This has been the double a balls podcast powered by power arm performance your leader in baseball and softball training apparel. Visit PowerArmPerformance.com to get your gear and begin
0: training the Power Arm way today.